Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello and oh. happy Jubilee. Thank you. Which friend are you channeling? Who's the rawest of the friends? Uh, Princess Consuela. Oh yes, good one. She was at um, Windsor Castle to celebrate. <laughs> she was there waving a flag. Which friend are you channeling? I've taken that one. Um, well, that's annoying because it was sort of my thing about the mm. Jubilee. Um, which friend am I channeling? Mm, maybe Ross. Crackbag. <laughs> well, do you want to be Ross in this episode? No. And that gives you a clue of <laughs> what we've chosen. <laughs> so this is your choice. My choice. So it's, we're on season four highlights now. We've yes. moved on. Um, now, I am a Friends fan. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. I like Friends. I'll stick up for Friends. But choosing one from season four, I thought, hmm, this is tricky. A toughie. <laughs> you look at the list and you sort of think, hmm, oh, I really don't like season four. Like I said last time, I thought it was season six I didn't like, but actually it might be season four. You, In fact, you love season six. Yeah. I think season four's problem um is a lot of subseas who are not necessarily good subseas in my opinion. Ah. Uh, what's the season we get then Elizabeth and her dad? That's into season six because that's why I think I don't like uh, season six. They're annoying. Uh but season four is like um I think it's the one with like Joanna. I mean it's only one episode but oh, that yeah. Chandler's boss. Um, I think that's season three, isn't it? I feel like I I um oh. dismissed that one when I was picking season three because I thought oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, season four, episode three, the one oh. with the cuffs. We haven't chosen that one. I haven't chosen that one. It's still up for you to choose. <laughs> it's still up for grabs. And there was another subsidy I thought, I can't remember who it was, but I thought I'm oh, not that keen on them either. So, yeah, so I didn't have a lot of fun with this list i think we've already we've only done two already from season four and they were one of them was the best one with the embryos oh yes of course so that that is a highlight of season four but not much else well for this was a pleasant surprise yes i had to go right from the start and so i have picked a season four Episode one, the one with the jellyfish. Yes, because I thought I quite liked this episode and also it fits in very nicely with our previous podcast episode. Oh, um, the one with the morning after? Yes. So, yeah, we had the big sort of Ra- Ross and Rachel serious argument in the one with the morning after. Oh, and then yes. they will sort of move on in that storyline. See, it's not just all thrown together. I was doing some thinking. Sure, sure. <laughs> that would be uh, a first. So, do you have us a little summary? I do. Ross is dating Rachel again, but hates what he had to do to get back together. Phoebe and her real mother, Phoebe Senior, get to know each other better. Hmm. Monica <laughs> is badly stung by a jellyfish and has to resort to drastic measures to relieve the pain. No mention of Chandra and Joey? Nope. Maybe they're involved in the drastic measures. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. They are. This was also, so the start of this mm. was like another episode we did recently. 
Yes. A Joey recap. A recap. A previously on Friends from Joey. This time we get to see him. Yeah, talking to the audience. Yeah, unusual. Breaking the fourth wall. Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. He's lying on the beach. And he's he's telling us all about what happened last series. Yeah, so their last season three ended with them at the beach house. And Phoebe was trying to find her... What was she trying to find? Her mother's friend, her best friend. Yeah. Phoebe found a lady who knew about her mum and dad, Jerry says. But then he says, I don't know much about that. And then he tells us that Monica joked that she wouldn't go out with a guy like Chandler. Oh. (laughs) Wink, we know what happens there. (laughs) But then Jerry tells us again he doesn't really know what happened with that. Yeah. And then, the last thread, Ross's new girlfriend, Bonnie. No, Bonnie. Sub-sea alert. Um, shows up and Rachel convinces her to shave her head and then Ross kisses Rachel. But... But he doesn't know much about that either. (laughs) So he has to go and get Chandler to tell us what happened. Let me go get Chandler. Um, Yeah, well, we can't really talk about the Rachel convincing Bonnie to shave her head because that's in that other episode, so we'll have to wait on our thoughts about that. Right, okay, we'll just just skip over that. But let's just say what, what was happening there. Let's just say that's not great, Rachel. No, not great Rachel or Ross in this, really. Well, we'll, we'll, see, what well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see what we mean by not great. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so those are... Joey has actually set us up very nicely for three little plot lines. Our three threads. So, thanks, Joey. Thanks, Joey. Which one do we want to go on first? Should we do Phoebe? Phoebe. Is it sort of the reason why they're there is Phoebe? What do we think about this beach house, eh? Looks very beach housey. Lots <laughs> of sort of sailor type paraphernalia. And you don't really see it in this bit, but there's sand on the floor, isn't there? Yeah. So the tide washes the sand in. Mm. Not happy about that. Well, I don't know. You wouldn't like it? It's sort of sandy everywhere. There's a lot of sand everywhere. I know, the but there's sort of nothing they can do about it, though, is there? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep it up. <laughs> what do you mean you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't book that beach house? Well, I'd say just have a beach house by the way. I don't... Uh... Is that a thing where beach houses just get sand? Well, just like a little bit of sand. They had enough sand to fill, cover Joey, if we remember. Yeah, because I guess that, yeah, they're sort of saying, oh, the tide washed all the sand up, but then surely there's a lot of flooding as well, isn't there? Yeah, she's got a good point. Everything would be wet. And also, as we'll see later, when something happens to Monica, they make out that the beach house is miles away. Oh, yeah, two miles away, they say. Yeah. So I suppose the tide can unusually, can it? I don't know. Don't, I did geography A-level, but we didn't cover tides. Two miles seems a long, long way to, for a tide to come in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether it's supposed to be a... Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that chew was quite far away from the sneeze. <laughs> so sorry. I'll keep that in. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, oh, beach, uh, two miles away? Two miles away, beach. Tide. Tide. Wet. Geography A-level. Oh, I thought I was going to say something else, I can't remember. Yeah, at least it's got an upstairs, so they can sort That's of... That's true. But yeah, you're going to be trailing sand all over the house. Well, exactly, that's what I'm thinking, just getting sand everywhere. All in the bed. It did make me want to go, um, um, away with friends to a beach house, though. Ah. Oh. Um, but remember, if you went in the UK, it'd probably be cold. Yeah, true. Scarborough. Sure. That kind of thing. That is what we're saying. Um, well, no, Devon wouldn't be cold in the summer. 
No, true. But all of my friends reckon Dorset's too far away. I mean, mm. they wouldn't like to live in America where you have to travel hours. Yeah, where is this? Where is this beach hut? Do we know? Oh, um, yes, it says Manitoc. Manitoc? Montauk? Montauk. Montauk. That, that helps us out because we both know where that is. <laughs> I can't even remember what it's called. It was in New York, located at the tip of the South Fork Peninsula of Long Island. Oh, they haven't gone very far, have they? Oh, right. Why do they call Montauk the end of the world? Why? It's <laughs> like a joke. Because it's the easternmost part of the island of New York State. It has a rich history. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hmm. We didn't see much of that. Oh, it's the Hamptons. East Hampton. Oh, of course it's the Hamptons. They can't afford to go to the Hamptons. Yeah, but isn't it? It belongs. The beach house belongs to. Oh right, someone. Phoebe Senior. Does it belong to her, or is she just hanging out there? <laughs> she seems to be in her own one, doesn't she? Oh right. Oh, I don't know actually. That's a good point. I'm sure there was I some. She was not going next door, but I'm sure it belonged to someone. But anyway, they're in this. Well, Phoebe's in this uh, beach hut. Beach hut. Beach house. hut. Beach house. A bit more than a hut, I suppose. Yeah, it's got an upstairs, for one yeah. thing. Yeah, you can't have a beach hut. Must have at least... Do you think Chana and Joey are sharing? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because Rachel well, has got, got her own room. room. Bonnie and Ross's room. Monica yeah. must have her own room, then. I know she's with Phoebe. Why should I be with Phoebe? Yeah, who, just, who got to decide who got which room? Mm. That always causes problems. So, Phoebe goes to see Phoebe Senior. In a different beach hut, we don't know. Beach house. <laughs> stuck up on this beach hut thing. Presumably, it sort of seems like, in my mind, it's sort of next door. Right, okay. I thought it was the same beach hut. House. <laughs> she goes out the room and then goes to... Oh, uh, right. So oh, I think yes. it must be a different house. Yeah, that's right. It does say Phoebe Senior's house. At the end of last season, she's found out she's her mum. Yes. And she's sort of confronting her. Phoebe Senior says, um, so I guess you'd like to know how it all happened. So yeah, Phoebe Thea says all the three of us were sort of a couple. They were like the original thruples. Thruples, yeah. They could have been visited by Louis through. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't really... Cause Phoebe, you sort of feel like Phoebe, you know, we've said before, she's got a lot of unusual friends. You feel like she's more worldly. But she, she says, I don't even know how that would work when she says we were kind of a couple. Yeah, maybe Come she's... on, Phoebe, use your imagination. <laughs> Um, maybe it's more because it's her parents she doesn't want to think about it. No, but I think you're know, sort of saying I don't know how that would work. Well, yeah, well, but maybe she's sort of, you know, sort of blocking out in her mind. Mm, I sort of thought it, was, it seemed a bit odd. Um, yeah, because she says, yeah, she's um, she's not asking, so she doesn't want to hear about it, but she cannot work out how a thruple will work. Come on. <laughs> she hasn't watched the Louis III documentary. <laughs> Wasn't it recently that, you know, you have in- national days, international days of one was polyamory recently oh yeah that was it that was the uh, end right. <laughs> well um phoebe senior might have been celebrating um but phoebe senior says oh um i thought you'd be better off hmm. with you know your parents they seem like the best parents in the world well i mean they weren't but she said she was 18 when she um got pregnant got pregnant yeah we don't really know how old um phoebe's parents were do we? No, because Phoebe Senior says, um, you remember what it's like to be 18. And here, like we've said before, we get a bit of darkness of Phoebe. Mm. She said, well, my mama killed, killed herself, my dad had run off. 
I was living in a gremlin with a guy named Cindy. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say to you. What's a gremlin? I don't know. I just made you think of the gremlin. Living in a gremlin with a guy. I guess so. Shall I look up what a gremlin is? Is a gremlin. Yeah, it must be like a bed set, I guess. It's weird. It's I've never heard that before. No, it's just going to have a couple of gremlins, though, isn't it? I'll put bed set. Hmm. Gremlin hole, my dears. Hole? Hmm. Yeah, it's actually quite hard to see. Well, don't know. Don't know. Answers on a postcard. Right into the PA box. What's a gremlin? Living in a gremlin. I mean, that's what she says, isn't it? Living in a gremlin? It sounded like what she said. Um. Yeah, so I don't know what that is. No, but anyway, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good times. But anyway, so Phoebe Senior tries to sort of coax her around and say, you know, we should get to know each other. You know, we're here now. Get, yeah, we're here now. Or anyone to get to know you. A good line with Phoebe. Yeah, well, everyone does. I'm a really cool person. <laughs> and she is. Yeah, Phoebe's basically not having this, is she? No. She's, a, she's, she's holding a grudge, which is fair enough when she's had to live in a gremlin. Bit, a bit of food. You can't just go, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Let's be friends. Although, yeah, I guess if you're, I mean, 18 is very young. I'm just defending Phoebe Senior here. 18 is okay. very young. And as you're saying, maybe the parents were a bit older. Sort of gave that impression a little bit. I so she sort of thought, oh, yeah, well, I'm leaving with them. With them. And it is her dad. So. So. So do what you like, Phoebe Senior. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah, but yeah, Phoebe's not having it. Don't ever want to see you again. Run, goes out of her beach house, but then. Forgets the first. Classic sitcom. Has to come back. Walking back. Hands over her eyes. Where's my first? <laughs> nice little bit to cut the tension. Yes, it was. So then, the next time we see Phoebe is she goes back into their beach house. Yeah. Turner and Monica are in there. And um, Phoebe says, well, my mum's friend Phoebe is actually my birth mom." And, and then Chandler doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Everyone looks a bit shocked. And Chandler's not good with awkward situations. <laughs> I find a dried up seahorse. <laughs> it does look quite cool. Yeah. Would you take home a dried up seahorse? Um, well, you're not really supposed to do stuff like that, are you? But you'd be tempted. Unless it's looked a bit gross. Oh. Why aren't you supposed to do that? What? Take only pictures. Leave only footprints. No, that's but that's, that's sort of like about, you know, picking flowers. But no one needs a dead seahorse. Well, someone, something, some microorganisms might eat that dead seahorse. Oh, right. The sea will take it. The sea will, yeah. The sea will take it. It's become the sea now. <laughs> um, my friends call my friends and I call um, seahorses horsefish. Horsefish, because they're horsey fish. <laughs> I think it was when we were drunk and we couldn't remember the name of seahorse. <laughs> horsefish. Horsefish. Um, seahorses are sort of the best, one of the best things, aren't they? They are, and now that's our that's the symbol of our friendship. So oh. we buy each other loads of seahorse things, and yeah, you're right, they're the best. They are the best. See them there. Hovering around. Yeah, like going to the zoo and they're sort of just like, they can't even sort of keep their bodies up. So they just have to hold on to that thing. Or they <laughs> sort of seaweed. loll forward. <laughs> Pathetic things, really. <laughs> and then did you see that one? That, um, I think it was on the zoo, the programme The Zoo. Yeah. Um, where they were giving birth, of, of which um, is the man. Yes. And oh, it looked horrible. It was really like... <laughs> Oh, and yeah, it was just yeah, coming out of his stomach. But yeah, it looked like he was really hurting him. Sort of contract his body, try and get them out. Yeah, and there's just sort of hundreds of them flying out. Oh, yeah. They look so sort of gentle, don't they? I know. And the little sort of ears flapping. And their little tiny fins. Yeah. Yeah, fins, not ears. <laughs> <laughs> not even near their ears. 
You might have seen a, a special seahorse. Yeah. I, I, I think it was that dinosaur. The sort of flappy thing by the ears. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Phoebe is not, at this point, interested in a dried up seahorse. She says, at least Jerry asks, do you want to talk about it? She says, mm, no, I just want to be alone. Yeah. Walks up the stairs. Stomps up the stairs. But everyone leaves her. Yeah. Because she says she wants to be alone. So she has to turn around and shout, Monica! <laughs> Yeah. She t- it turns out she just didn't want to talk with the guys. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and also, yeah, the fact that Monica should have realised that <laughs> exactly. was the thing. Yeah, it's all exasperated. Monica, <laughs> obviously you. <laughs> like in sort of sitcoms and dramas and things, where there's always someone that goes, oh, I should go after them. Never had that in real life. You go, oh, I should go, <laughs> go after, after them. them. Well, well, yeah, but are you just not having the sort of thing that you need to go after someone for? Yeah, I've not got enough drama in life. No. You need to go after them. You should, you know them better, you go after them. <laughs> I'll stay here. <laughs> yeah. I'll stay here drinking. <laughs> but in the next scene... Oh! Oh, we've got a sub-sea. Yay! Possibly one of the best sub Well, that's what I put. Best sub-sea? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Going up against the likes of Mike, Mike. Richard, David. Monica and Ross's parents. Judy and Jack. Judy and Jack, they've got to be up there. Jack and Judy, to give them their other name. And Ursula. Oh, this is the first time we see her, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And it's a good one. And I think it's often this, often when we see Ursula, it's at the doorway, isn't it? Yeah. So Phoebe's speaking to her, going round to her apartment. <laughs> Presumably that's easier for them to do also, to... I don't really understand split screen. I know, well, yeah, because we talked about it in the Russ episode. Um, Ross, Russ, and then still don't really know. Didn't look it up. Didn't educate ourselves. But yeah, we sort of see the back of presumably an actress's head for part of it. So part of it's done that way, but there is where you see both of them. And handing a piece of paper over as well. Oh, yeah. It's the magic of film. (laughs) The magic of cinema. Um, So, yes, Phoebe visits Ursula. Ursula. I always say that wrong because I know someone called, she says Ursula. Ursula, yeah. But she's Ursula. Is that right? Ursula. Ursula. She goes around to tell her about the birth, her birth mum. She's mm, telling her. Yeah. Well, turns out Ursula already knows. Yeah, I think that's quite nice that Phoebe feels that she should go and tell Ursula. Yeah, because Ursula clearly doesn't want to feel the other way around. No, because Ursula says, right, okay, the one that lives in Montauk. I just love the way Ursula speaks. Yeah, it's always always quite exasperated. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it turns out it was in the suicide note that her mother left. Phoebe says, there was a suicide note? She says, do you still have it? Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. And she uh, she sort of shuts the door in Phoebe's face, doesn't invite her in. They're sort of shouting to each other through the door then. So Ursula says, how are you you doing? (laughs) How have you been doing? (laughs) Phoebe goes to Elsa and they go, shut up! <laughs> yeah, don't try and be nice to me. I am, um, oh yeah, I think they should have had more of Ursula. And no, I, I suppose you don't want to overdo it because it's sort of one one joke, but yeah, might be evil twin, but I think there's a lot of mileage. But yeah, I guess it's that, the main episode is the one with, um, what's his name from Milk? Sean Penn? Sean Penn. I can't think now Sean Penn about that stupid moustache that he has in Friends. I can't think of him without the stupid moustache and then in that outfit, in the Halloween costume he has in front. Oh, what is he? He's like the 
planets, isn't planets, he? Planets, that's right. And then that makes me think of Ross's Halloween costume is <laughs> Sputnik. <laughs> Best Halloween costume ever. So eventually Ursula comes out with a note. Goodbye, Phoebe Ursula. I will miss you. P.S. Your mum lives in Mon- Montauk. <laughs> it's really good. You just wrote this. So that was pretty much the gist, except for the poem. You yeah. read the poem, right? He <laughs> says no. All right, hang on. <laughs> it's a lovely scene. It's just a really funny really scene. Really good. Hang on. <laughs> Shut the door again. Does the frustration of it. And all the idea is just going to write out this poem. <laughs> yeah. So next time we see Phoebe. Coffee house. Doing a little bit of singing. Yeah, so we've said our favourite Phoebe songs. This is a pretty good one. We it's just hear the end of one. it. Fuchsia and mauve, those are the 66 colours of my bedroom. <laughs> I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear the rest of the colours. Yeah, fuchsia. That's, that's quite a bold colour for the bedroom. If you've got 66 colours, yeah. I don't think we're worried about bold colours. I don't think we're going to own anything that's fuchsia, I don't think. Fuchsia, is that like bright pink? Mm. And mauve is purpley? Yeah, sort of purpley brownie. It's like um, the um, Joseph and his Technicolor Gene Coat, where you have to sort of get into colours that are a bit random, like <laughs> um, ash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have fuchsia in that, though. Oh, they have mauve. It's red and yellow and pink and brown and orange and purple and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and gold and violet and mauve and chocolate and rose and cream and crimson and silver and rose and azure and lemon and russet and grey and purple and white and pink and orange and blue. Way! I think I said a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate, yeah, chocolate colours. Yeah. I mean, that's just brown yeah. by another name. Ochre, that's a good one. Ochre is color. a good one. What's popular in painting what's ochre like um yellowy yellowy brown color um, use a lot of painting do you remember that crayola set i had yeah um like a sort of yeah in a round circle all the pens they all had funny names like that yeah. i think ochre is one of them they also had like brick red brick red is the only <laughs> one <I> <laughs> sky blue sky blue um, um we have we have but i'm sure ochre was on there yeah, I think you're right. Is it really beryllium? Ooh. That's a popular one. Blue? Is it blue or green? Oh, I don't know. Brilliant. You're the artist. Mm. You need your palette. <laughs> Multicolours. Pop, pop that on your palette. Not often having fuchsia in your palette. But Phoebe invites you to colour count the colours of your bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's nice. These days, everyone's just got grey. Am I right, guys? Oh, <laughs> what's her name? What's her name? The woman who loves grey. Mrs. Miss Hinch. Who's Mrs. Hinch? You know, you've not had a Mrs. Hinch. No. Oh, no, you're way behind. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. She just teaches you how to clean things. Oh, right. Um, and tidy. She's the one who, who advocates for the rolling, rolling everything. Up. Mm, I do that. And I'm not convinced it's a great idea, actually. I think it is better because I think you can see more like that way. I think you can see more, but also uh, I feel like it crumples my jumpers quite a bit. And also I, I just mean, haven't... technically got... it shouldn't, should I know it, it shouldn't. But it seems to. Mm, and right. But also, I don't think I've got the patience to do it properly. Mm, right. Shove it in. Yeah. But, yeah, it does help if you've got, like, I've got sort of a box in my wardrobe, like a cube, so oh, you yeah. look at it from that way. And it's quite good for that because then you're seeing the ends of them. Oh. So for, like, your T-shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah. But that works quite well. But, yeah, I'm not sure about in a, ward- in a chest of drawers. Well, why she get? Why she get involved with grey walls? 
Um, well, no, if that's a whole house is just basically grey. Okay, right. I read something recently about the and we're sort of going through a phase of backlash against that now because everyone's got grey houses. Yeah, well, that's also, yeah, the Miss Finting and I was like, oh, it's well overdone now. Uh, her, hers, like, grey everything. Not just grey walls, everything's grey. Oh, no. That's good. That's going to be depressing. <laughs> you want 66 colours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get some future mobe in there. Um, no one, none of the friends came to see her play. No, but if she's playing regularly, yeah, they can't. Anyway, they're sort of unpacking and stuff, presumably. Oh yeah, true. So Phoebe Senior comes in. Um, uh, just thoughts on Phoebe Senior as a sub scene. Oh, yeah, we haven't really talked about her. No. Um, you couldn't imagine there was Phoebe's mum. I think she's quite good casting. I think yeah, I thought exactly the same. She she's exactly like Phoebe Senior should be. I think. Yeah. Sort of but slightly ditzy but charming. I I would have liked to see more of her. Would you? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, I can't sort of really... Do we not we not see her again? Because it sort of feels yeah. like... Well, we'll see in a minute, but th- th- there is some sort of reconciliation. Sort of feel more like, you yeah, know... Yeah, we never really see her again. Birthday parties later on. She could have come to Phoebe's birthday dinner. A wedding? Wedding. Do we see her at the wedding? Yeah, I don't remember but seeing But then every, it was the whole thing, oh, it's snowing, so no one could come. That's Wink. true. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> The classic that. gal, a bit that way. Apart from Chappie. Chappie made it. Oh, of course, Chappie made it. Um, so, yeah, Phoebe Senior sort of trying again and sort of reminds Phoebe the reason she came to the beach hut in the first place was to find family. Mm. Was it? Which is just to find a, her friend. Well, I guess... That um, is family? That is family, <laughs> yeah. Or at least knowing someone who is close to your family... Mm. That's sort of the idea, is it? Maybe. Well, I'm it. But Phoebe's still not not convinced. Yeah, I mean, she's really sort of yeah digging her heels in. I quite like this sort of side of Phoebe. Can understand, despite what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Phoebe's sort of saying, yeah, no, not I'm not having it. And then she, it's almost like she's sort of trying to convince herself that there's no reason for them to be friends anyway yeah we're losing anything. not losing anything it's not like we have anything in common Nah, that's true but then phoebe senior thinks of something says well i mean we're not like we don't have anything in common i mean i like pizza oh, this is a strange <laughs> thing like you're not talking to joey <laughs> would you think phoebe would like pizza um, no, well, I think it's a thing that everyone likes pizza, isn't it? Mm, our mum doesn't like pizza even though she eats it. She <laughs> claims not to like pizza. You like pizza even though it gives you gripe. A gripe? <laughs> That's my own term. <laughs> no, it doesn't really do that anymore, oh, right. I don't think. Well, it was literally a year ago you were saying, oh, that pizza's Yeah, but me. I think I've got rid of it. In a year? Yeah. Yeah. I battled, I battled against it. You sure it's just not... Um... Well, I'm not really eating pizza anymore, yeah, sure. But you said it was particularly... Was it a particularly sourdough? Or you thought sourdough was the good one that um, didn't do it? I didn't know. I didn't really do enough experiments on it, Right, okay. It's like the um, itchy nose Chinese food syndrome um, all yeah. over again. No, that is a thing. Right, you've actually done your experiments on that one. Yeah, well, you looked it up. Oh, yeah. I remember. And then you've had, did you try your antihistamine? Yeah, it, it did work. Oh, there we are. See, so if you ever get itchy nose when eating, mate, it's often um, Chinese or Thai food. Yeah. Apparently, that, the anti, no, the histamines in it mm. that set you off. Oh, right. So, so try an antihistamine. Antihistamines. Habit, and then you won't be all right. 
That's a little tip for you. But anyway, Phoebe does like pizza. What else does she like? Well, then Phoebe says, oh, do you? Wait, do you like the Beatles? <laughs> Again, do you think Phoebe likes the Beatles? Yeah, she likes music. And don't say, oh, everyone likes oh, the, the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of this, isn't it? Pizza, the Beatles, everyone likes those things. Um, do I? <laughs> you love the Beatles. I do love the Beatles. But Phoebe says, wait, puppies, cute or ugly? Oh, so cute. So cute. Um, so many things dep- in common. Depends on the puppy, I'd have to say. <laughs> no, you see, you're the awkward one. Everyone else will go, yeah, those are the things that everyone has in common. You're, you're, yeah, if Phoebe Senior tried that on you. Yeah, well, I'm very contrary, famously. So it turns out they have loads in common. Yeah, and one final thing in common, Phoebe's kind of hungry. Oh, yeah. Phoebe Senior is as well. Wait, stop it. You're not doing it to freak me out now. So it's a reconciliation. It is. So in the recap, Joey says uh, about how Monica jokes she wouldn't go out with a guy like Chandler. Mm. And Chandler couldn't let it go. No. So this sort of continues, doesn't it? Yes, it it keeps popping up. And so the first scene, we've got them, Joey and Chandler and Monica, all at the sort of dinner table at the beach house. And um, Monica says, we're out of soda. Chandler says, I'll go and get you some. Monica says, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and Chandler says, no, because I'm not your boyfriend. You are my friend, though. Yeah. So go get that soda. And also, you're going you're gonna to be having some soda, so go and get it. <laughs> yeah, so clearly it's grating on Chandler. Mm. He will not let it go. And then later on when they're at the beach, he's still got this in mind and he's saying, oh, if there's a nuclear apocalypse and he's the last man on earth, would Monica get with him then? Mm. Very, mm. very rude. <laughs> well, well. Yeah, she's not sure about it, but he's got canned goods. Oh, he has. Do you ever think about what would happen if there's a nuclear holocaust? <laughs> no, I'm not you. <laughs> yeah. Good to have a good think about it. Get uh, your canned goods ready. Get your canned goods ready. I have been thinking about turning that um, cupboard under my stairs into some kind of nuclear bunker. <laughs> think about you can have all your stuff ready. Yeah, it's too small though. Also, where you go to the toilet in there. Well, I think that's not a problem when you're in a nuclear holocaust. Well. Not that, I don't mean that you don't need any more. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think it's the last of your worries. Um, and anyway, we thought about getting some of those water purification tablets. <laughs> just in case and space food that would be good to get as well and that sort of um, peanut butter stuff they have oh, yeah, tubes of peanut hikes. butter get some of that in yeah but the thing is if it there is a nuclear apocalypse are you really going to want to survive it no what's coming after that is probably not worth it is it no you're not well, going to be able to watch friends again so but i've got the memories <laughs> i can um, read the synopsis on the back of my dvds and remember them <laughs> so while they're talking about this Joey is nowhere to be seen. No. But then he pops up. They're in the beach. Did we say that? They're oh, on the beach. yes, yeah. Pops up from a big hole. Big hole. And the way he pops up sort of reminded me of the way he did it when he had that fort. Do you remember when he built the fort in his... Oh, yeah. Um, in the um, apartment. Pops up in the same way. I'm <laughs> proud of himself. Check this baby out. Dug me a hole. <laughs> um, Excellent hole, Joe. 
Uh, that's always a good thing on the beach, isn't it? Do you, do you remember as a child digging your hole? Digging a hole, yeah, because it used to be really good, but you dug it so far that you got it started water. to fill up with water. Yeah. yeah, dug down to the ocean there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, quite dangerous because yeah, people just walk along the beach, fall into them. Oh, that's true. Make sure you fill in your hole when you leave the beach, guys. Guys. Keep it, keep it safe. Also, be very careful of those um, barbecues on beaches. You know, those disposable ones. Oh. So people put them on the sand and the sand around it gets molten hot and then people <gasps> get burnt feet. Oh, no. Also, don't be having things that you can just throw away disposable. No. Not good for anybody. Build a natural barbecue on the beach. Yeah. I think they're on the continent. They have those, don't they? Or yes. Australia as well, I suppose. They do. Maybe America. Just barbecues on the beach. That's a good idea. Bring down your own meat. Sure. Your or, own stubbies. Or your non-meat for those non-meat-eating people. Yeah, that's true. Your corn on the cobs and the like. Get Rick Winnie-Eyer's green barbecue. Yeah. So with all the excitement of the... They're going to have a look at the hole. Ty comes in. Joey's sad because it fills his hole with water. Yeah, while he's still in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Monica gets stung by a jellyfish. Oh no, yeah, she's screaming out in pain. I wouldn't necessarily know if I suddenly got... A jab of pain that it was a jellyfish mm. would you well i sort of thought when you go to the beach as a child that's sort of a big thing like when you start paddling you oh, go watch out for the jellyfish yeah even though there's not really many ones that really hurt you in the uk are there i don't think so well there's no um what are those lethal ones portuguese mano war mm, mano war watch out for those guys um so you've not been stung by jellyfish then i have not no you can't imagine the pain. I haven't either. <laughs> oh, I was going to wait waiting for a revelation. <laughs> but just sort of, you know, from Monica's face. Yeah. And they can't walk back to the beach house. No, because this, this beach house that's got high tides, two miles away. Two miles away. And then Monica says it's like two miles. And I guess mm-hmm. when you're sort of in pain and stuff, you probably go, oh, I don't want to walk. It's and... only 20 metres. <laughs> yeah. Because she's in too much pain, but also... Joey's tired from digging the hole. Yeah. And um, but I really like this bit from Monica. She's like, damn the jellyfish, damn all the jellyfish. <laughs> and she's sort of pointing like across the beach. I really like that. Joey's got a solution though. Yeah, Joey. Why has is... been watching the Discovery Channel? Yeah, why is Joey watching the Discovery Channel? Has it got stuck on? Maybe, yeah. That was a big thing when we were younger, the Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel, yeah. We didn't have it because we didn't have Sky. No, sad times. But I remember a lot of people talking about it. Basically, all people got Sky for was, in the old days, in the UK, was sports and the Discovery Channel. Yeah, which is weird because how many people really like like watching that kind of thing? But I think that was all that was sort of on offer. There wasn't, no. It wasn't your fancy Sky Arts or anything like that. No, I suppose not. Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, there was people watching that, sure. yeah. Well, yeah, so he's been watching it and he remembers that the thing you have to do is pee on it. Pee on it. Cause, and Chandler agrees because it's the ammonia. Yeah, he saw the same thing. Apparently everyone was watching that Discovery <laughs> Channel programme. But don't worry, Joey's got a solution. Go the, the awkwardness hole. of peeing on it. Yeah, go in the hole. Go in the hole. Use that privacy. Peeing on it. Fact or fiction? Oh, I would say fact. Fiction. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, no. not, well, it's not true. Oh, friends have been sharing a lie. I know, but I think it's a common. It's not just friends, though, is it? I've no. heard that on other things as well. But, but they're helping spread it. Yeah, spread it with credit. Yeah, don't do that. That doesn't help. Well, it can't hinder it, can it? Well, I think it might. Oh, one no. of the things I read, yeah, it might exacerbate it. Hmm, no. What are you supposed to do then? 
Go to a doctor's. Sure. Today, get some ph- pharmacy. Pharmacy, I'll have something to put on it. Yeah, so there's nothing in my cupboards I can put on then. <laughs> the hand. Well, this is the thing. Well, I don't know where you you're going, cupboards. <laughs> you know, as in, you know, if they can't walk to the. Amphisan? Something like that. Right. He's, ma- he's making that up. Well, that's for stings, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. And what, is, what sort of things do you mean in your cupboard? Like vinegar? Well, yeah, I'm just sort of thinking, you know, she's saying I can't even walk to the beach house. Mm. She ain't going to be walking to the pharmacy. No, but the boys could something walk. immediately. The boys could walk to the pharmacy or give her a piggyback. So the next scene we see is then coming back. Into the beach house. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, she it seems to work for Monica. Yeah, she's walking fine. She couldn't even she couldn't even put her foot down. Yeah, that's true. But now that she's just walking fine. Yeah, and they all, all three of them walk in together, and Ross and Rose say, "Hey, how's the beach?" Um, so they're all sort of looking down the floor. Nothing, I don't know. <laughs> and then they, and Monica says, "I'm going to take a shower." Charles says, "Me too." Jay says, "Me too." Me too. What's happened on that mm, beach? Quite. We knew that Monica was going to wee on herself. Why are Chandler and Joey suddenly looking all bashful, <laughs> sheepish? So we don't hear about it. No. And then the next scene with they're back home. Coffee house. Um and then um yeah, Joey and Ross are, and Chandler are in the coffee house talking. Um and we'll get on to the Ross bit, but basically Joey says, um, a lot of things happened on that trip that we should never, ever talk about <laughs> to Chandler. So Ross wants to know what the hell happened on that beach. And Joey says it's between us and the sea, Ross. <laughs> they keep building up. What is this that happened? It's like um, Gavin and Stacey, what happened at the fishing trip. Oh, yeah, on the fishing trip. We never did find out what happened. Maybe on the fishing trip they got bitten by a fish and they decided to wee on it. Uh, maybe. We'll never know. No. Will we? No. Because no. it ruins the joke. Yeah. And the next scene, they're all together. Monica, Chandler and Joey. Mm. Having dinner together. Nice little threesome dinner. Yeah. Having... What, sort of spaghetti bolognese type thing? Yeah, it sort of looks like that. Pasta dish, anyway. Yeah. With some red wine. We said that we don't often see them having a lovely glass of wine. They've all got a glass of red wine. Little dinner together. The other three weren't invited. Yeah, I wonder how often Monica has to cook for them. (laughs) For Joey and Chandler. Oh, yeah, that probably is quite a regular occurrence. Monica asked Joey to pass the cheese. Pass the cheese, please. Joey sort of passes it to her. But can't even look at her. No. The shame, the shame. <laughs> but luckily, Phoebe enters to break up the uh, break up the tension. Yeah. Um, Chandler's really good because we can talk to Phoebe. We can talk to Phoebe. And then Ross and Rachel enter and they want to make the beach trip an annual thing. Yeah. Monica and Charlie and Joey are not happy about that. No. I mean, I mean, this, that's silly. I mean, it's not, yeah. I suppose uh, they're sort of going, oh, it'll bring back the memories. But <laughs> come on, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, do you think, yeah, they should have done sort of more trips together because the other one I was thinking about which is season three is the ski trip one yeah we're sort of around this time going on a lot of trips oh yeah later on they're just going well i'm just thinking that one that chandler and ross go on <laughs> yeah yeah they don't go yeah later on they don't go on many trips together no already really too expensive to get a different set so the other guys want to know what happened what did happen what did happen out there and monica's still pretending <laughs> it was nothing but Joey cracks. He cracks under the pressure. 
Um, yeah, this is quite good. What, what is, I, I couldn't really sort of think of how to describe this, but they do it in kind of a style, don't they? I would say it's like a sort of um, mobster gangster movie type thing. Yeah. It's someone sort of confessing to killing. Yeah. Like this group of people kill someone and they have to like yeah come clean. But it's almost like a, the way they tell it is like a story and they sort of... Um, take over from each other well that's what i mean you know that sort of thing where you've killed someone yeah and then they're having to keep jumping in and going oh you wouldn't understand it was like this <laughs> no but yeah but i mean sort of like when they, i got stung stung bad you know it's like that sort of storytelling type yeah thing. but that's what i think i feel like it's like like mobster gangster okay, right i couldn't stand i couldn't walk you don't understand and then sort of, yeah, Chandler kind of takes over. But yeah, yeah, they sort of tell the story, don't they, in, yes. that, in that format. And yeah, Joey says, I'd seen this thing on Discovery Channel. So, and Ross is kind of ahead of the game because Ross had seen the thing on Discovery Channel as well. Of course. Everyone's watching that programme. And uh, Ross is a man of science. He should know. Well, one wonders why it's on the Discovery Channel if it's not correct. Well, maybe maybe they thought it was in those days. Mm, they didn't know. <laughs> so Ross actually is the one that gives a great game away, doesn't he? Yes. He says, oh, I remember seeing that about jellyfish and how if you and then he goes ew you peed on yourself and then the girls go ew. ew i mean too much of an interaction isn't it i mean yeah it's a bit gross but if you're in pain i'd be like oh well you know you did what do, you have to do do what you have to do but that's what monica says you can't say that you can't <laughs> yeah. say that you don't know but yeah so this is where we find out what's happened don't we because we didn't know we knew that they were going to do that but we thought monica was gonna yes pay on herself so why were chandler and joey looking bashful well now we find out yeah rich uh, monica can turn that way yeah mm. so i guess like if it was on the outside of your foot yeah that's that true. would be quite hard to can do. you cup it and <laughs> well i think i would give it a good go <laughs> so yeah if he's i mean it would have to sort of get down to the ground rather than sort of if it was on the outside of your foot you could sort of turn it and then just <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's try. So Joey had to step up. Yeah, that's right. I stepped up. <laughs> Joey has the stage fright. And he says, if I had to, I'd pee on any one of you. <laughs> but yeah, he got the stage fright. So he had to turn to... Chandler. He just then sat on the couch <laughs> and he sort of wails into his hands. Joey kept screaming at me, do it now, do it, do it. Sometimes late at night, I can still hear the screaming. Um, but yeah, Joey says that's because sometimes you do it through my water freak you out. Well, that's weird because they've just got back from the beach. Oh, right. Bit of a slip up there. Mm. Little bit of a slip up. Yeah, that that the way they told it was really good though. Yeah, it's very, very funny. funny. And the last bit of Monica and Chandler is um, they're playing cards. Nice little thing for them to do. Yeah. Do you know what they're playing? Whist. No, what did she say? Gin. Gin, that's it. Do you know what gin is? Rummy? Rummy! Oh, I love Rummy. We call it Rummy. A great game. It is a great game. A very simple game. <laughs> a simple game for simple people. <laughs> sure. It's our favourite one. Uh, four and three? Four and three. If we're playing with mum, we have to remind her every single time. Yeah, four and three. <laughs> Which one's this? Four and three. Four and three. What is a whist? What is Whist? Well, you were the one that looked up all those card games. We were trying to increase our repertoire. Yeah. Because we, we, all we have is Rummy and Stop the Bus. Yeah. Uh, what did we learn? Crazy Eights. Crazy Eights. Which is like Uno, but with a pack of cards. Go, Go fish. fish. 
That was a good one. You that was always win that. Uh, what was that other one we learned? Uh, we didn't really play that again. Oh. Something about you have to put your cards in front of you, don't you? Yeah, that's right. And you turn them. I can't remember what that was called. That but was quite good, though. Is whist what we call sevens? Do we call it sevens? Oh, maybe. Is that... Tricks. Yeah. Is that what we call it, sevens? Yeah, sevens, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. That's the one Dad always wants to play. Yeah. Tricks. It sort of, yeah, involves some skill. Whereas I just like ones where I sort of pick up cards. <laughs> and if I happen to get a good card, that's all the better. <laughs> Don't want to have to think about things and go, oh, I should have saved that one to play now. Oh, no. You've used up all your tricks. Why did you do that? I <laughs> played the wrong card. I don't know. <laughs> and then you have to sit out and watch other people play. No thanks. I imagine Monica's quite um, competitive. <laughs> yeah. In, I imagine she is. In the in the gym. Yeah. So um, she wins, so she'll be happy. One time, Dad had gin straight out, rummy straight out. Oh, yeah. As soon as the cards got dealt, he already had it. Did it make, really make a big enough deal about that? No, because we always joke about that happening. And then when it did happen, he just was like, oh, yeah, I've got from me. <laughs> well, well, you could work out the chances of that happening, probably. Could I? Yeah. Okay. That could be a fun activity for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hated probability. Oh. It really hurts, hurts my head. Yeah. But, I don't know. I was going to say about the lottery. I can't, can't even be bothered. <laughs> It's the same probability to get one, two, three, four, five, six. But then people say it isn't, so I don't know who to believe. Yeah, because there's probability and then there's like... <laughs> there's probability and then there's reality. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, they're, they're sort of just playing cards and the idea is that um, uh, Chandler's still going on about it. He says if we're a couple, we could play this game naked. <laughs> naked gin. So you think that do they did that when they actually got together? Um, maybe, maybe in the well, maybe in the first days. That's why um, Rachel and Phoebe saw them. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, but yeah, Monica says, um, yeah, it's quite sweet, and it's that sort of. I think we've had it in a couple of episodes recently where the Monica and Chandler things before they actually get together, before they perhaps even have thought they were going to get together. Yeah, I mean the writers, and she sort of says, "Oh, I think you're great. I think you're sweet and you're smart, and I love you." But you'll always be the guy who peed on me. <laughs> oh. So that later on, that doesn't become a concern, obviously. I suppose it was very fresh at that time, but <laughs> maybe over year, over years, yeah. that memory's weaned. That wasn't the excuse, though, before that, when she was um, rejecting him. Mm. You know, she didn't have the excuse of he peed on you before Oh, that right. Yeah. So I'd say, if I was Chandler, right, okay, that's your excuse now. Sure. That's true. But pre that, why didn't you want to go out with him? Yeah. You... Let's get some hard facts in this. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually because, what was those things you said? <laughs> she listed reasons for these. Sarcastic. Oh, why they, that couple didn't like him. That's it. Maybe because he's sarcastic. <laughs> I think it's because he's, qu- he's quippy. She didn't like quippy Chandler. <laughs> Shall we do a bit of fashion? Turn to the left. Turn to the right. Straight out. Phoebe Senior. Nightgown. Old school <laughs> nightdress I've put. Blue floral white nightdress number. Yeah, sort of buttoned up to the top. Long, yes. long sleeve. Sort of thing you'd wear in Victorian times. 
So was that when Phoebe went around to her house? So she was all ready for bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Or not, not particularly nice thing to happen before bed, I suppose. <laughs> but now we're good night's sleep after that. <laughs> um, I liked Rachel's dress. Her beach dress. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of tropically. Yeah. Vibe. Hawaiian vibe. Yeah, they they did. They quite a lot of them had sort of beach wear, didn't they? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, that sort of tropical look. Chandra mm. as well. I liked his shirt. It was kind of Hawaiianish, but creamy, sort of a creamy yellowy background. Yeah, it's not quite so in your face Hawaiian. Yeah, more, more understated. A lot of like little jeans. So Rachel had some little. Oh no, Rachel had jeans. Jeans on. Jeans and like a weird. Was it a swimsuit? Well, I put peach peach vest, but yeah. it was halter neck. It halter neck, and it's a weird sort of texture to it, like a almost like a swimsuit oh, texture. Yeah. And I wondered where halter neck is quite nineties because you don't really see yes. that many halter necks now. I would say late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, I was going to say it was more early two thousands, but this is late nineties, isn't it? I would love a halter neck. Difficult bra wise. Very difficult bra wise, and also difficult. For people like me, you've got very broad. I've got rower shoulders, uh, um, so they sort of accentuate how. I see, I quite like my shoulders, so I think that I, I quite like a halter neck, but I can't be bothered with the bra situation. Oh right, because you, you can have one that goes all the way around the top, but uh, then it does sort of feel like your neck's being pushed I down. Know. And also, they're often not. They often just don't come like that. They'll give you like the straps and then yeah. go, oh, well, you can wear it different ways. You're like, well. <laughs> I don't have to sort of figure it out myself. <laughs> don't know where all these straps are going. Well, I've got say... various hooks and straps and things. <laughs> Can't work out. I wouldn't say it's the most, the most complex. Oh, well, I, I found it complex. Oh, well, I'll help you out next time. Thanks. Um, and um, those backless bras that never really worked, oh, never stayed yeah. on. No point. Um, Monica had sort of little, yeah, little shorts and a bikini top when they're on the beach. Red bikini top. Um, I liked um, Phoebe's sort of blue striped dress. That was very beachy. Well, um, it very much reminded me of um, bringing you back to the Jubilee. Mm. Um, the sort of stripe, the blueness stripe of it, of Camilla's oh, right. dress that she wore when she was out on the balcony. On the balcony. I don't really remember that. But I remember them, most of them wearing blue. Hers was, yeah, a sort of, well, I suppose it wasn't diagonal stripes because that feels a bit out there for Oh, well. <laughs> but it did remind me very much of Phoebe's. <laughs> right. The stripiness of Phoebe's. I have to have to get another look at that. Yeah. Later on, when they're back from the beach, Chandler had his classic bowling shirt on, uh, stroke mean, dark shirt. It's so. I mean, that one particularly looked very bowlingy dark. I think that's almost taken over from waistcoat watch. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <I> <laughs> In the last few episodes, we've had way more of those than we ever had waistcoat watches. And sort of yeah, lot of big sort of strips of blue and green. Yeah. Cream. Monica had a very nice fitted dress, really showing a figure off in the final scenes. Mm. Ross, horrible polo jumper thing. I didn't even bother writing down Ross. He obviously didn't stand out for me. I thought the striped, not particularly nice. What's fashion? Right. So, as I mentioned, last episode we covered on the podcast was the one with the morning after, where Ross and Rachel broke up. Yes. Because... They were on a break, mm, mm-hmm. was one of the arguments put forward. On a break, and Ross left with someone else while yeah. they were on, on a break. On a break, or were they? <laughs> not. Not. So, yeah, so we saw that in the last episode. So this is kind of a, the next step. And at one point, they did say how many months, didn't they? Oh, did they? I missed that. 
Uh, yeah, so I think they said four months. This is sort of four months on from that. Ah, right, okay. Um, so we had all that horrible bit in between with like this ski trip. Yeah. Was that in between? Yeah, it was. And yeah, sort of friends being divided. And that, uh, the one with the morning after is that very dramatic, very upset. They're really crying. Mm. They're both really upset about it. Enter the one with the jellyfish. So Ross at this point has obviously moved on with Bonnie. Yeah. Who was Phoebe's friend? Phoebe's friend, yeah. And obviously long enough in the relationship to invite her out on holiday with them. And share a room, a wing. <laughs> um, so we as obviously, as you said, we missed last episode where Rachel actual, actually shaves Bonnie's head. But there's obviously been... oh, So Bonnie was bald before and Rachel basically convinced her to, to do it again. Yeah. Um, so this, the first scene we see of this episode with Rachel, she's rubbing in. Well, so it's a cliffhanger, isn't it? At the end of last episode, of the end of season three is a cliffhanger. You see Ross in the corridor and you see him looking at both rooms. Right, yeah. So you're like, is he going to choose Bonnie? Is he going to choose Rachel? Right. And that's how it's left. So this starts with... We see that bit of him deciding, and then he goes into one room. You think, who is it going to be? And they're both there. Uh, it was Rachel's room, though, wasn't it? It was Rachel's mm. room. Yeah, I think they sort of revealed it was Rachel's room a bit too quickly. Because, yeah, the sort of thing is all, you know, who, who's, who was it? But, yeah, it's um, Rachel's um, rubbing Bonnie's bald head because it's got sunburn. <laughs> it's got sunburn. That's the same thing, you see. You've got to put protection on that head. That bald cap, though, is... Bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, really bad. <laughs> I suppose if you are someone with, because she did have long hair, so it's a lot of hair to sort of. Yeah, true. Tuck up in there. Yeah. But I get, oh, I guess, like, what can you do? But it, the fact is, like, you're not, you're shaving it with a dry shave, aren't you? You're not mm. going along with a knife, you know, how you do with, oh, with a blade. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have a little bit of stubble. It's not going to be like, it's so shiny ball on it. Yeah, I know. But could you, stubble, would, I think stubble would have made it look even worse, yeah, though, wouldn't probably. it? Because they sort of have to draw that on. What should yeah, really happen is that actress should have gone, well, this is my one chance. I'm going to I'm gonna just do it. Yeah. But then continuity-wise. True. Although we didn't say continuity-wise. We've talked about this before where it's the same... Episode, same storyline over two seasons. Oh, yes, of and course. And I said, why don't they just film them all at the same time? So then the hair looks the same, but yeah, Chandler's hair is different. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that is always an issue, isn't it? So Bonnie, she leaves Ross straight away. Bet the doors better closed. <laughs> Come on, Ross. Start kissing Rachel. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That line he said in the last episode about. That's not me. I'm not a cheater. Uh-huh. And we said, well, it's only been Carol and Rachel, and so he's already half the thing. Yes. And he's doing it again. again. And as we'll hear later, once a cheater, always, always a, a cheater. cheater. And he's annoyed at that. But, <laughs> I mean, the evidence is there. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So the, he starts kissing Rachel and then says, "Gotta go." <laughs> yeah. And Rachel's confused. So he says, "Yeah, he's got to go and break up with Bonnie." But I suppose that is the honourable thing to do because Rachel's like, what, here and now? But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't. But actually, Ross sort of says, well, it's not that. It's because if she, he's going to have to go into her room and she's going to uh, want to do stuff. Yeah, well, this is all a bit weird. And Rachel says, well, can't you say you're not in the mood? And she says, no, she likes that. <laughs> yeah, faking sleep doesn't work either. Mm. I, I would say, well, that's the reason not to break, 
break up with Bonnie. Mm, the starters. Yeah, no. no boundaries, Bonnie. Yeah, that's not good. No, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I can't tell you how many mornings I woke up with her. And then Rachel goes, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, Ross goes, Ross goes to go and do it. But he only comes back 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, he says he doesn't realise it was that long. And talking about the stubble. Oh, yeah. He says, I didn't really even realise how it later was until I noticed the five o'clock shadow on her head. <laughs> but it's... This is a good bit, because they both start to laugh. Yeah. And then sort of stop themselves. Yeah, they both put their hand over their mouth and shake their heads. No, that's a long breakup, though, isn't it? Whew. I know, I mean, considering what? So this, I said, so it was four months, so he can't have been going out with Bonnie for that, that long, can long, he? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a month, two months. You don't need a breakup. <laughs> What's going on for that long, do you? No, what chat are you having, really? I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out. Well, why do you invite me to the beach house? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair question to ask, yeah. I would think, if you're Bonnie. Um, and fair enough, she doesn't want to stay. Um, which, yeah, you sort of think, yeah, you wouldn't want to sort of stay there. No. I wonder if he actually told her about Rachel as well, or he just broke up with her. Oh, maybe. But he called her a cab. I mean, I suppose, well, I don't know much about the Hamptons. Or Montauk, but it just seems like weird that you can get a cab at that hour of the morning to a beach house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly couldn't where I live. So while um, Ross was gone mm. during the breakup, Rachel was writing him a letter mm. and um, she gives it to him. I like mail. <laughs> <laughs> B tries to kiss her, but Rachel's sort of not having it. No. Yeah, he's she's so she's kind of yeah makes him read the letter first. Some things that she needs to know before they even get back to, even think about getting back together. But yeah, Ross sort of says yeah it's five thirty in the morning, and <laughs> but Rachel's still she's maintaining this. Yeah. So he's like so I, I better get cracking on this baby. <laughs> yeah, she pulls quite a funny face when he says that, <laughs> as if a yeah and. <laughs> um. So this is quite a funny bit, okay, and we we'll, might get a call back on this later. Mm-hmm. So. Because Rachel says, I'll be up here when you're done. And he says, I'll be back in. And he has a look at the letter and he says, 18 pages front and back. <laughs> front and back. Very exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, the next time we see him, he's on the kitchen counter, passed out on the kitchen counter, coffee in his hand, letter stuck to his face. Yes. Uh-oh. I don't think he's going to have read the 18 pages. <laughs> and he sort of, yeah, then sort of really tries to concentrate, smooth down the pages. But it's too late. Rachel appears. Yeah. And she's sort of saying to him, well, why haven't you been up? But he pretends that he wanted to read it twice so that, you know, he fully understands it all. (laughs) And this is a really good setup, isn't it? So, yeah, he's supposed to have read it. (laughs) And um, so Rachel says, so does it? (laughs) Classic, classic sitcom thing. (laughs) It's like, yeah, when you say you've been to a friend's play and you haven't, it's like, oh, yeah, what was your favourite bit? (laughs) Uh, oh, all of it <laughs> no but specifically um so <laughs> ross is sort of floundering saying does it does it yeah i want to give the whole does it part just another glance rachel's not having that and it either does or it doesn't you shouldn't have to think about that mm. what could it be what, what could it possibly be and what would you say if someone says does it do you think it should be yes or no i would i would go for yes mm. yeah yeah as does ross uh, no, you're right. I don't have to think about it. I've decided, and I've decided that it does. does. <laughs> he's still not sure. And then Rachel's very uh, does a very good bit of like yeah. he's not then sure whether he said the right thing. She sort of looks sad, sort of looks down, goes to cry. But yeah, it is the right thing. Yeah, 
Because she runs over and hugs him. Yeah, really good bit of from Rachel. Um, and he's trying to then trying to read the letter behind behind her back, <laughs> see what he's agreed to. Yeah, and then yeah, later sort of um, Rachel gets up to pack and she's checking, still checking. It really does. Uh, and that's why he gets a chance to read the letter. Yeah, and actually see what he's agreed to. Pauses, looks up in disgust. It so does not. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! What is it? <laughs> yeah, this is. I think this episode is good for this sort of thing because it's the same with the Monica and um, Chandler and Joey yeah. thing. Like we know, we don't know what's happened, and it was like, oh, what, what has happened? What actually <laughs> went on? And then with this, it's like, oh, what, what, what does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite hard to remember what this would have been like watching it for the first time mm. and like not knowing what he has agreed to. But we find that in the next scene. Yeah. Because he's with, in the coffee house with Joey and Chandler. He says she wants me to take full responsibility for what went wrong in the relationship. I'm kind of with Joey and Chandler here because they basically say, look, you're back with her. What does it matter? Even if you say anything, it's going to wreck wreck all this and it's supposed to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. But I suppose Ross does need to vent. Yes. And you know what Ross is like. <laughs> um, but yeah, funny bit here where he's sort of saying... She goes on for five pages about how unfa- how I was unfaithful to her. And then both Joey and Chandler sort of shrug as if to say, well, yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> and they announce, we were on a break. And then Chandler says, oh my God, if you say that one more time, I'm going to break up with you. Yeah, so the classic we were on a break line gets another airing here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and he actually reads the bit. He says, if you accept full responsibility, full responsibility, I can begin to trust you again. Does that seem like something you can do? Does it? <laughs> And he yells that at Joey. <laughs> so Joey goes, no. <laughs> so yeah, their advice is just forget. Ross, look, just forget about yeah, it. Yeah, and Ross does agree. But like I say, I think he, he needed to sort of get that off his chest. But ho- hopefully now Ross has just forgotten about it. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> what? And the next scene, we see them in bed together. Mm. Ross and Rachel, that is. Not Joey and Chandler. No, sure. And it's quite good because they're sort of, like Ross has got his arms around her. So you can, they're both facing the camera. Mm. But they can't see each other's face. But we can see theirs. And um, it comes up again. It comes up. The letter again. comes up again. I, if I was Ross, I'd just sort of shut it down. <laughs> let's let's not talk, talk about this talk anymore. Talk about something else. But yeah, Rachel's being a bit annoying here, isn't she? Mm. Like, oh, she's just sort of really pressing the point. So Ross is just sort of gritting his teeth, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, Rachel, as we said, her mom said, once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. And that is Ross really like <laughs> gritting his teeth now. Um, but the, the final straw... I mean, Which, Rachel keeps going. She yeah, keeps pressing keeps it. Yeah, keeps going. And also, this is annoying. She says, like, oh, you know, if it took you... Well, if you hadn't lost those four months, but mm. if that's what you needed to gain a little perspective. And as she sort of says that, she says, to gain a little perspective. perspective. Sort of hitting his face with her hand as she says it. Yeah, really condescending, <laughs> really demeaning for a Ross. perspective. And then Ross breaks. We were on a break! <laughs> Um, and it's quite good because you, you in the, when he's shouting that, you actually see Monica cleaning the, <laughs> cleaning yes. the floor. You cut away from there and you just see Monica. <laughs> and you can hear Ross shouting. And instantly Joey, Mona, Joey and Chandler come in. Coffee house? <laughs> you bet. So as I said, we've got the sort of contrast of the one with the morning after where it's really sad and they're crying and, you know, it's awful. This is the contrast. This is the angry breakup. Mm. And it makes it funny. <laughs> yeah, this is much more funny than the other one. Yeah. 
but yeah it seems weird like yeah so four months ago um yeah really upset and now they're just like really tearing strips off each other ross is not isn't ross isn't the sap he was before do you know what he's grown a pair of elbows yeah <laughs> thank you so you see them like hurriedly getting dressed and he says and for the record it takes two people to break up this relationship and rachel reports back yeah you and the girls in the coffee coffee place this girl from the coffee place that's what we ever call her mm. She's got a name, guys. <laughs> Can't remember what it is, but <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. But yeah, this is where it comes out. So she says, "Oh, you took full responsibility for it yesterday." But Ross, and now admits, "I didn't know what I was taking responsibility for. I didn't finish the whole letter." And Rachel says, "What?" I says, "I fell asleep." Rachel, you fell asleep? Because well, because Ross also sort of says, "I fell asleep" in a funny voice, doesn't he? So <laughs> and then Rachel sort of repeats it even more. I fell, you fell asleep. <laughs> and this is where the callback comes in. You've rambled on for eighteen pages, front and back. And this is where he's getting petty. Yeah, petty Ross comes in. By the way, it's Y O U apostrophe R E means you are. Y O U R means you're. It's a good lesson because I often think of that when I'm writing that now. I often think, <laughs> oh, why you? <laughs> means you are. But yeah, this is funny because sort of, yeah, we are so, Russ, Rachel says we're so over. And then Russ goes, <laughs> fine by me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to think how like four months ago he was actually, actually crying. <laughs> and now he's, yeah, he's mocking her. Um, but Rachel's a good dig. This is what I like. It's quite a, quite a lot of good digs here. Um, and... Uh, she says those spelling tips will come in handy when at home on Saturday nights playing Scrabble with Monica. <laughs> and Monica just goes, hey, <laughs> sorry. And then she says, I feel bad about all the sleep we're going to miss wishing you were with me. Don't you worry about me falling asleep. I still have your letter. Rachel's final retort. It's not that common. It doesn't happen to every guy. And it is a big deal. It's quite funny because Chan, they when they sort of, so they come out into the living room mm. to have this argument and, and they open the door and Chandler's kind of, gets stuck behind the door, doesn't he? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's sort of in the corner behind the door. And then uh, when she slams the door, um, Chandler comes out. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just really some really good stuff in there. Um, do you have any other best bits that we haven't covered? Um, No, I think, I think we've probably done them. Yeah, I did really enjoy this episode um, more than I thought I was going to. But yeah, quite good lines from... Quite a lot of the friends actually. Good, good showing from all of them. Yeah, I think. Um, and some, and even though we had some subsies, some good subsies. Some very good subsies. Bonnie, I don't really like Bonnie, but she was literally just in that oh, first yeah. bit with Rachel, and that's it. Um, and yeah, some really good lines, and just the breakup stuff is just very funny. Shall we choose our best friend? If you said that they've all got good lives. I know. Uh, shall I go first? She yeah. says not having one in mind. I know, I know, me neither. <laughs> right, okay. Well, let me do my workings out loud. Um, Joey, I don't think it can be used quite funny, but not huge amount, does he? No. Uh, Chandra and Monica, maybe. Phoebe's quite good, but it's quite sad for her. She's it's a bit more of the darkness of Phoebe. Yeah. I think mine's between Rachel and Ross, because I just like that end scene. I think there's some funny lines in there. I don't like Rachel's condescendingness. I know Ross hasn't 
shown himself great in terms of, you know, the letter and everything, and his defence is a bit weak, but he still has some good lines. Do I think that? It's tricky, isn't it? Uh, what else has Chandler got up his sleeve? No, I think I think for that last scene between Ross and Rachel, I think for me it's got to be one of them. You had rambled on for 18 pages, <laughs> front and back, so I think I'll go for Ross. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they were both good. You fell asleep. <laughs> oh, it's so tricky, isn't it? Yeah, that breakup was funny. Sure. I don't, I am a sort of though, like a little bit sort of tempted to give it to Monica. Because I feel like there's like not very good. Often Monica doesn't get a look in. Mm, and in true. this, she was very good, and I really enjoyed the telling of the story. Yeah, of which she sort of did a good good setup of it. Mm. But am I just giving it to her because she doesn't get enough? Well, I t- I t- I'll give you one more line for for her. Yeah. Um, damn the jellyfish! Damn, damn all, all the jellyfish! The Oh, go on. I'll get it to Monica. Yeah. yeah. I think you made a good decision there. I, yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's fair. And she's sweet with Chandler at the end. And I did like the Monica, Chandler, Joey. Um, yes. What's the word? Uh, combo. Yeah, combo, <laughs> combo. A relationship. Um, I thought that worked really well. Yeah. like them on the beach together. And now we get on to El Scoro. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was presently surprised by this because I'd gone through all those things of thinking, oh, no, I'm not sure what I'm going to choose. I'm not really that keen on season four. And I really, really was struggling to find one. I think I thought about going for it. There's like a Thanksgiving one. But I just sort of went for this one because I do did remember it. And, I, yeah, like you said, I was pleasantly surprised. It was a lot funnier than I remember. And there was, yeah, no sort of bad stuff, really. Um, I liked all the storylines and I liked the interplay. It was a bit sad with Phoebe, but I liked Phoebe's mum. So it's difficult because with the one with the morning after, I gave it 4.5. But I don't think that was as funny. But then it was more, it was a more important Mm. storyline. So you're weighing up a lot of different things here, aren't you, really? You are. Um, I'm going to go for 4.25. Oh, interesting. Is that right? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly, we don't know. <laughs> I just think, yeah, one with the morning after, it'd be difficult to give it more than that. Could it have the same? But the one with the birth, yeah, I'm going to stick with 4.25. I was pleasantly surprised as well. Didn't think I liked this one as much as I did. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Really skipped along nicely. There was no really dud scenes. Everything yeah. felt very integral and also funny. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed everyone, and everyone had a good outing. Yeah. Which is, like, rare. Um, So I am actually going to give it a 4.5. I think I'm going to revise mine. Ah. Because I think you're right. I don't. I can't think of a reason why I would give it any lower, because I really enjoyed all the storylines, and it was funny. Though we definitely laughed out loud more on this one than mm. we have in previous ones. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to up mine to a 4.5, and we'll say no more about it. <laughs> And so, as I've said throughout this episode, how difficult I found to find an episode to choose in season four. So next time, <laughs> it's your season four episode. Yay. I've got, I've got the hard task. Don't pick the one with the cuffs. It's literally one of my worst oh, ones. Oh, no, I hate that one as well. So annoying. Um, well, yeah, we'll have to, you'll have to wait and see what I do pick. Try and avoid one with any subsidies. Mm, that's going to be tricky. 
so join us next time for season four highlight so just a reminder that if you'd like to buy us a coffee at the coffee house you can do so on ko-fi.com forward slash pod underscore friends you can also join us on the socials at pod underscore friends on instagram and on twitter so we look forward to seeing you next time bye